want to actually do an intro this week? We want to actually do an intro this week? I guess I should, right? Yeah. Guess it's been it's been like two weeks. I put. I just realized I have April fourth on the on the date of this thing. It is well past April fourth. <laughs> it's the fourteenth, silly. Anyway, hello and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk. I am the gamer once before. Join with me as always is Tom Cruise. Can't lose. How are you doing, my friend? Yeah, hey, I'm uh, I'm all right. Good to hear. Uh, there's not a whole lot going on right now as per the past few weeks have been just very, very slow and we've just really shot the shit for, I don't know, probably some of our longer podcasts. Probably, yeah. I was just like, man, we went for like an hour 45, hour 50 and stuff like that. I look at like our other podcasts, we maybe go for an hour 15, hour and a half if there's a lot. I'm just like, wow. (laughs) So, but there's a few things we could talk about. Uh, guess where do you want to start? Because we got we got Apple versus Epic shit. More of that, which is actually kind of interesting. I, I I know I say this every time, and that's why I always bring it up. But it is a big case. Uh, otherwise, we okay. could talk a bit about the uh, Last of Us uh, PS5 remake. Let's uh let's start with the Apple versus Epic thing. Okay. So basically. Uh, for, well, first off, the I think it's it was in Australia. I didn't even bring up the goddamn articles I found this off of. Um, so there's supposed to be this hearing that Apple was going to that that the this like subcommittee for uh, in the Senate asked them to like present their case as to why like they because like the whole thing that Epic's been trying to do is prove that Apple is a monopoly that they have a monopoly of their uh operating system and stuff like that and to which the senate's going like okay well if that's the case apple proved them wrong and basically there was supposed to be i think it was something of last week or something like that there was supposed to be um basically like they were supposed to come up with a witness whatever the hell that means as to like how do you how do you come up with a witness to prove that you're not that made no sense to me it basically means that, like, bring forth a case and somebody that can verify that's not a part of your company that can verify you're not one, or at least have a good thing. And I'm just like, and pretty much saying they didn't send anyone and they just didn't go to this 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 meeting and stuff like that and refuse to. And, you're, and I'm sitting here going like, well, that's kind of... First off, it's kind of really shitty to like say, "Hey, present a witness and then present your case and stuff like that." But at the same time, it's like if they don't even show up, what does that tell us? Yeah, <laughs> they didn't even have a good one for that. Um, I, re- I, I like I, I the witness thing is absurd to me. I I don't understand that. There, it's very much like a like a type thing where it's uh, like a. God, what am I trying to say here? Uh, like a case where, it, you know, there's actually like a crime and there was like a crime that happened and this person saw it. But I'm like, that's not what's happening here. But they're taking as that's what's happened here. Very strange. I'm, I I can't claim to know anything about how cases like this work. So when it, when it comes to cases like antitrust laws and stuff like that, like these were they're trying to break monopolies. They're the monopoly breaker type. uh cases like this 
what happens is is that a company in this case epic shows the shows the senate judiciary that hey they have you know in the case of apple like they have their own um platform with their own things and stuff like that and that's fine because it's their product but at the same time it ha they have to show that they're monopolizing it in a way that is um it's 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 basically just like they have to prove that they're monopolizing it which in the case of the app store it it is in a way um mainly because that unlike google there you can't purchase apps through anything other than the app store when it comes to the ios and that's where they and they basically said that and i'm like and the committee told that it was like oh yeah well, let's look into that and they're basically saying all right apple prove your case that you're innocent here and they just didn't do oh <laughs> that's cool. pretty when when most people think of cases they think of uh as witness as like a as a crime witness or like a something like that like a crime happened or the robbery happened or something like that and they're trying to prove that this is the guy who did like a murder or uh, a robbery or something like that mm -hmm. it's a little it's a little different when it comes to uh these types of cases because this is a whole new thing and it's basically just like they're putting all the pressure on apple to prove that they're not this and they're not off to a great start i'll tell you i'll say that much yeah uh I think the, I think the problem with uh that Apple has that like I said that they have their own app store and that they promote their own apps on their app on their app store because they obviously want people to use their apps on their on their service and stuff like that. But in essence that also means showing favoritism to yourself, but at the same time should they be allowed to serve a, uh, show favoritism to themselves? And even if people decide to use other things, they're taking a 30%, like the 30% charge. And this is where a whole bunch of legal jargon and a bunch of just people that have the power like that can, well, that will ask themselves, is this right? And th this is a very interesting case. Uh, I can't I like this is, this could have bigger ramifications than I guess we have first realized at the time to the point where it might be, if if things fall in the way for Epic, it could be the thing that opens up not only Apple, but just like every company and stuff like that. Um, I do want to point out during the... Because obviously this is something video game related because like, remember how this all started was that Fortnite was taken off the App Store because they were getting around that 30% charge by Apple. Mm -hmm. Apple... Then also kind of said, hey, Epic, you know, uh, PlayStation and Xbox do that 30% as well. Why are you just targeting us and stuff like that? Which they're entirely right that they do take 30%. The thing Very is, true. the thing is, is there are ways around that. Where with Apple, there is not. Like, you can, you can, you can purchase like V-Bucks through like the Epic Game Store launcher but still have it apply to your like PlayStation four or, or Xbox uh, account. So that's the way to get around okay. it. Well, can't you also buy V bucks in game though too? Yes, but that's you. Yeah. Um, but usually when you do it through the, through the in-app thing, and, 
it'll it's just still, redirect you to the official store it'll redirect you to the store which then takes gotcha. the 30 percent. that's that's why i'm saying if you do it right through their launcher there's they get all the they get all of it um and that's basically like saying that that's their workaround and stuff like that not the best workaround but it's a workaround that they're basically saying hey apple you don't do that because they can't do that with mobile for some reason um so yeah then the question becomes that should they be allowed to charge up this like 30 percent? should there be a legal standard for how much uh somebody should should be able to charge like it, it, would it come down to like they can charge only 10 percent and stuff like that and this is all like laws and what lawmakers are going to have to figure out from here on out it, first off is it right for them to be able to charge 30 percent and then ask themselves how much is too much percent and to be honest with you, I have no clue because nobody has any idea. It, it all It's all going to come down to how politicians feel in the end. Like, do they think that this, that, and how much they believe in, like, a free a freer market? And it's completely out of anyone's hands. It, it's all, it's all of, on Epic and Apple to try and come up with cases against for one another. And this is, could be huge huge things when it comes to different marketplaces and how much they can charge and stuff like that. And this could affect more than just Apple. This could affect steam. Uh, this could, this could end up backfiring on Epic. I, I don't see that happening cause they're all, they are, they only take 12% as it is. I don't see them going like, maybe they just lose another 2% like, and stuff like that for all their things. But I'm just like, man, this could, this could be big. Could be. So I, I, I don't know. I like keeping up with this. I, I, I can only assume everyone's probably just like, oh, enough of this crap. But I'm just like, it's, <laughs> it's really interesting when you, when you really think about it. Yeah. No, I, I get that. It's, it's the idea of like a freer yeah. market, or if it's, uh, or if these people should be able to, um, charge charge this much, yeah. That's, that's really what it comes down to. What up, Slap the Bacon? <sighs> gentlemen. Gen- gentleman, gentlemen. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Last of Us remake for the PS5. How are you feeling on that? Huh? How are you feeling on the Last of Us, oh. part, the Last of Us PS5 remakes? I think I, I think it's a completely dumb idea i think it's an insult to the developer that should be allowed to make their own product and it's one game that doesn't need to be remastered because it was remastered what like five seven years ago the game's only years old yeah my that that was my that was my thought process i'm like the game is not that old like and the fact is that you're right they did remaster it for the ps4 just put it out for the ps5 again if you really want to sell Stuff like that. I just can't help but feel like that they're missing out on this. Have you read into this at all? Not a ton. Basically, uh, they're uh, they're deciding to remaster The Last of Us because it's the only it's one of the only games that they really don't need to build a new engine for, and would out of all like the remasters they could do, it would require the least effort because it started off mm-hmm. as um, a remaster of uh, Uncharted, yeah, but then they. Uh, but then they decided that would take too many hour, 
uh, too much money and resources, so they were just like do The Last of Us instead. Yeah, wasn't didn't they, so they also yeah they said that there's a the the Uncharted uh, remake wasn't going to happen, and then they also canceled Days Gone two to then later announce that they're remaking Last of Us. Now don't get me wrong, I like The Last of Us. Does mm-hmm. it need a remake though? Fuck no. No. <laughs> Just no, it does not. I, 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 this was a weird, this is a weird thing. And considering how many, like, I think I saw a tweet from yours is like, there's just how many, uh, games are not being developed that are just like well-known franchises and stuff like that. I think Jack it was like and Jack, Daxter. Jack and Daxter. Yep. And that they don't even touch those, those franchises and stuff like that. And then they go back to last of us. Like, uh, come on. I don't know. It, 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 it's just like, Last of Us 2 is good. Last of Us 1 is a f- phenomenal game and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Move move on. I'm sorry. Just, like, let's let's move on to the next game. I don't even care if you make a Last of Us Part 3. Cool. I would have loved that that more than a remake of 1. Is it is it only a remake of 1, by the way? Yeah. The problem that, uh, that, the problem that I have with it is the... Development team is hope uh, went into this hoping like it's gonna be uh, one for you, one for me type of scenario because they didn't just want to become an extension of Naughty Dog, and oh, we're God. they're slowly but surely realizing that's what's happening. Like more and more devs from Naughty Dog are coming on to work on the Last of Us remake, and more of their employees are going to work on the new Naughty Dog game. So I've just been hearing rumors that a lot of developers have been leaving altogether because, like they said, they just don't they want to work on their own games. They don't want to just become an extension of this one studio. Yeah, because I, one game didn't do as well as everyone wanted it to. I, I just I just don't understand. I just don't understand it, I guess, is my is my whole thing. I'm like. You have so many different IPs that are so good and you don't touch any of them. Like, or even if you want to put like, just put some more resources to the next God of War game or something. I don't know anything like I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm sick and tired of zombie games. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to say that right there. It's just like, that's like the number one thing. I was like, I was kind of done with it after the first Last of Us. I was just like, oh, this is a cool game. I'm kind of done with zombie games, though. And it was just like, that's why I I was, I was never like, I I, I thought Days Gone was like, oh, cool. Another zombie game. And I was just like, can we just do something other than zombies for once? I don't know. Thought. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, like, I want to. I want to clarify, this is, like I mentioned on Twitter too, this is not an issue that just extends to PlayStation. It's like, Xbox has been sitting on Conqueror's Bad Fur Day and Banjo-Kazooie for how long? So many rare games. So, uh, there are tons of them. Yeah. I No, I feel you there. We've all been waiting for, like, what was it? Banjo-Kazooie had a a big uh, anniversary, like, a year or two ago? Yeah. To Microsoft's credit... Uh, they did go and tell Rare, like, if you want to make these games, you can. And it's been their decision to make new stuff. Still, I I, I don't know. They could, like, make new studios to, like, make sequels to these franchises, though. Let's let's be let's be fair here. Or you could just say, like, like hey, could you please do something? I don't know. Like, we bought you to make these games and stuff like that. And you kind of just been sitting over here twiddling your thumbs. 
I mean, they're making Everwild. Like, give them some credit. Eh. I don't. I don't think those were the franchises that year. they bought Rare for. <laughs> no, they're I'm gonna not. Be, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that's what they brought bought Rare for. <laughs> what they should do is build another studio like uh, the Ever and just be like, okay, so you're a uh, new Xbox proprietary studio. Go make Banjo Kazooie or whatever. Get someone that knows what they're doing with franchises like that. It's true. That's true. Yeah, I. It's it's one of those things, is and then it's like then it comes around. You'll circle around to franchises like Crash Bandicoot came back not too many years ago, um, and then uh, Spyro and and stuff like that. And like we got cool like trilogy games, the rema- remakes of the trilogies of like the original trilogies. But I'm like, that was good. That was cool. Yeah. Where are we going with this? And then obviously we got the next. We got like Crash the the Crash Four or whatever. That's cool. That was a fun game. I still have yet to play. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, that kind of happened with with Slive Cooper. Like, they got their uh, three games remastered on the PS3, and then they got Thieves of Time... Rem- uh, the Thieves of Time game, but... After that, that's a franchise that, again, hasn't been seen since the PS3. Yeah. Like, a whole generation went by, and it just didn't cross anyone's mind. I don't know. It, it's one of those things that I think that sometimes IPs just kind of come around every so often. It's like fashion. Like I always, I always tell people it's like fashion comes around like every like 20 years. What what was cool 20 years ago is all of a sudden cool again, again now and stuff like that. I I don't keep up with fashion, but there was a, there was one time yeah. it was just like, ah, that, apparently that's back. Okay, cool. Don't care enough. I'm still going to wear my classic, just basketball shorts and t-shirt. Like I've always done. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the last of Kazooie win. There you go. Just do a crossover between that and then just like it's Banjo Kazooie or it's it's a it's a Banjo trying to search for Kazooie stuff like that and then he dies in her, and dies in his arm spoilers. I mean, we're getting a new Perfect Dark game. That's a that's rare true. IP. That is, that is true. I've never heard I never heard of the Perfect Dark games before uh that remake or whatever or that and so I just like I had no idea what the hell that is. Dude, really? Like aside from uh Not GoldenEye cool. 007, that was like one of the biggest first person shooters on the N64. Back in the day, that game that used to be really big. And they made Perfect Dark Zero, which was trash. <laughs> and now we're here. Made by a studio that isn't rare. There you go. I yeah, I 64 went right by me, so that's probably why. Uh, at the time, I was like, I met, played Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Didn't pick up another Nintendo probably until about. I even skipped GameCube. Uh, Jesus, dude, it, you missed a lot. It might have been the Wii, man. <laughs> like that's how long. That's how long I was just like I. I went from Nintendo Bruh. to PlayStation. Stuck with PlayStation, then got a Wii. Cool. That was that was how much I was out of it. I went back. I was like, I got an N sixty four now. Uh, just kind of sitting in my in my parents' place, but nice. got it there. It's got Pokemon Stadium. I think uh, I think it had Pokemon Snap, if I'm not mistaken. I forget. I forgot what games I had for that. I just remember I saw it at a garage sale for like thirty bucks with all these games, and I know it had Pokemon Stadium, and I'm just like sold. <laughs> nice <laughs> you got me already 
mom gave mom's gives me 30 bucks to go spend on garage sales or whatever found instantly what i wanted first garage sale i walked into it's how i found my uh, nes snes and my n64 nice good times bro nice oh man uh, we don't we don't want to get into more nostalgia we've done this already we've been We've acted old many a times now. I'm running out of titles. You know to, we're to, gonna to eventually do it on stream. Anyway, oh, a thousand though. percent, it will happen. We'll just get like, oh, remember this game, and then that one, and then this one again. Uh, just, nope, can't do it. Uh, what else do we really have to talk about, though? You know what? I just realized. Did you see that there is apparently a Persona? Like it's it's not uh it's not like a it's not made by Atlas, but it's apparently like a a collab between like some uh. It's like some big mobile maker. Uh, they make mobile games, and it's supposed to be like a Persona Five S game. That's not sure if it's a sequel or not. Don't. It was like perfect. Uh, I forgot what it was called. I, I remember I liked I liked a tweet about it or something like that. I saw this and I'm just like, what is this? Apparently, it is a follow up to Persona Five. They had they've have like confirmed that like it is like in like uh the trailer of it. They um. They showed like binary code, and if you translate the binary code, it says Persona Five X in it, and stuff like that. And they even say in the thing like this is based off of Persona Five and stuff like that. And I'm just like, what? What the hell is this? I, I gotta find the tweet again. Uh, where'd it go? But I liked it. Crazy. What do you, what do you say it was called? Persona Five S. I, it was like X or something. Uh, that was like what it was. Uh, I have. Oh. Uh, oh yeah, here it is. Uh, Perfect world. It's games code, and it's code game name. A, code name X, because that's just what they're calling it for now. Um, basically in the trailer, like you even see like the front of it, it's kind of like, uh, kind of like a character or whatnot. So like that. Apparently, there's like some binary code that flashes by later on that mm-hmm. shows that like if you put it in a binary code translator, it says like Persona Five X and stuff like that is like is what it translates to. And so we're we're all sitting here going like, "What the hell is this?" And everyone's excited again. And it's probably just going to be a gotcha game for Persona Five. Well, guess what? It got me. <laughs> Uh, now they added some like pictures and stuff like that. It like the whole aesthetic. If you watch the trailer, like the first part, like they open up with like a scene of Tokyo, like the like you always see in like uh, uh in like Shibuya and stuff like that, where you like you just see like a bunch of thought bubbles of like everyone's thoughts popping up or like them just talking at certain okay. like loading screens and stuff like that. That is the picture and stuff like that. Like that's it. And so and I was just like. And like even the soundtrack is kind of reminiscent to Persona Five. You should watch it. You should watch the trailer. It's actually really cool. I'm watching it right now. Maybe it's just Emma, but in real life, you know, that's a thought. There's not much we know about this otherwise. I read these like these like two pictures of like a resume thing, and I'm just sitting here going like, I don't. It's it's written in Japanese, so I don't know what it says. It's very interesting. I saw this the other day and I was just like, what what is this? I didn't I didn't know what to think about it at the time. Uh, okay. 
I don't know if it's just going to be like, uh, like, you know, you're going to end up just doing like classic, uh, Son of Five Extreme Racing. There you go. It turns out that was the that was the card game. <laughs> turns out that's just Persona the race, Five Racing. That's the Persona Five Racer game that everyone memed about. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, I saw, I, just, I, I saw that and I completely forgot about it until like just this moment too. Oh, that was good. That was good though. I saw that and I was just like, "What in the world?" Cool. Like I said, it'll probably like people are already speculating. It's probably just like a gotcha game, kind of like Genshin. And Mike, you doing okay there? Just my mic fell over. Oh, who's Mike? <laughs> Mine did. It just just collapsed on me. Uh, hey, break it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Might be holding my mic the rest of the podcast. Wait, what? My so the thing is that that like holds it up and like keeps it level and stuff like that. I can't get it to suspend. <laughs> I might have broke it by doing nothing. Just won't get tighter, which is not good. Okay, don't touch it now. That was good. Cool. I completely lost my train of thought all of a sudden. Brendan texted me something. I don't know what the hell it is. Let's take a look real fast. It's a YouTube link. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. So I, that Powerpuff I, Girls TV show. No, we're not talking about Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> it's the, I, I've, I've seen that. I've seen that, Brendan. <laughs> it's quite funny. It's like a little like April Fool's like thing is just showing off Persona 5 card. <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. You see that meme that went around for a while where everyone was like, oh, the cast of Persona 5, Persona 6 was released in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw that April Fool's. I'm like, I believe none of this. I believe at 0% of these things. <laughs> uh, no, we're not talking Powerpuff Girls. I'm yeah, it's that new one. <laughs> Oh man. Uh all right. It's just so shit is the thing. <laughs> it you showed It's me... hard not all to All right, fine. We're talking Powerpuff Girls for a moment. <laughs> uh, you showed me the picture of like of like I I don't know if it's just part of like the the sh like the set or whatever, like a picture of like the the three girls that are supposed to be playing the Powerpuff Girls and they just yeah. look like they're in shitty cosplay costumes. Apparently they came out and said, "Oh guys, don't worry. They're not going to look like this for the whole show. That's those are just flashbacks to their past." And when, so when they go back to the future, wait, wait. they're going to look the exact same. Yeah. So I'm like, they're not the, they're, how 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 much in the past are we talking here? Like a year or something like that? I like it has to be like maybe a few months. Right? I, that's all I would believe. I, I was just like, you can't tell me that the Powerpuff Girls were this big when they were little girls. Like, come on. Uh, no, we guys, we promised the whole show was going to be about the Powerpuff Girls being disillusioned twenty somethings. They're uh, like very upset <laughs> that they had to be superheroes when they were younger. Yes, they're very, very, it's like very upset. Who who greenlit this show in the first place? CW like, did. 
I I know. I know. <laughs> Look, they're following up the, they're following up Wings Club with an even shittier like remake of something that nobody wanted. Yeah, I know. That's I just don't get at what angle they're going they plan on approaching this from. It's like does anyone I mean, like, if you've ever watched the original Powerpuff Girls show, there are plenty of episodes that you can point to and say, yeah, that proves that they wanted to be superheroes. There are literally hundreds of episodes like that. Hell, they were never made to be superheroes in the first place. No one ever forced them to do that. True. Didn't they just, like, show up whenever, like, something bad was happening? And then, like, the the mayor was like, Hey, here's a phone. I'll call you whenever shit hits the fan. Basically, yeah. And stuff like that. And, like, there was no obligation for them to ever show up. They just did it. There were some episodes of the show where they just didn't show up. It's like, I'm sick. I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's... Wasn't there, like, a whole episode where they were just, like, they just wanted to be, like, normal girls for once, so they just stopped... They just ignored the phone? Yeah. Hit, hit, get, I, hit I, in the I, real I world understand. feels... <laughs> I, I so what this is essentially going to be is a bunch of 20 something middle aged women doing drugs <laughs> miserable for how could, like, could you imagine could you imagine just like some like 20 some powerpuff girls walking into like a bar just having like a few drinks and stuff like that and then snorting, snorting some cocaine or something like that could you imagine oh my god <laughs> I hated that I have to be a superhero. <laughs> I just, I can't. I can't even picture that in my head. It's it's too fucking weird. It's too weird. There are some things in this world that I... Uh, no, And it's so <sighs> dumb! It's so dumb! <laughs> and they're all it's like 40? Like, why? Yeah, these who's are probably gonna like, watch this? Are these actually like 20-some-year-old like women playing these? Or like... I don't know. I don't give a shit. I don't either, but like oftentimes you see like these type of like don't like these types of shows and like they're like, oh yeah, they're supposed to be like twenty some years old and it's played by like some forty year old actress. They're all forty. <laughs> they're all forty. Oh Blossom God. is a soccer mom, bubbles does cope and buttercup never let go of her emo face. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> It's like, I'm sitting here wondering who's the audience for this. Where anyone are the people who, that Anyone who watched Powerpuff watch Girls growing up, I guess. They're not going to be interested in of this Of course shit. they're not, but if that's, what, that's not what they're thinking. <laughs> oh my god. I guarantee you the person that came up with this watched Powerpuff Girls and thought, huh, what would they be doing in our world today? Probably shitting their pants. Dude, Powerpuff Girls Z looks good in comparison. <laughs> I've never complimented that garbage show, but here I am doing it right now. <laughs> the Powerpuff Girls reboot was a better idea than this <sighs> shit. What the actual fuck? <laughs> you know, uh. Targeted me? No. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It was more of just me trying to think of something witty and then went to shitting my pants because that was all that came into my head. 
Did you say shitting? You're shitting your no, pants like or that, something like, like that. Like them shitting their pants. Like that's what I mean. Oh. It was just like I was trying to think of something clever while in the midst of talking. It didn't happen, so I went to shitting their pants. Comedy. Am I right? <laughs> that, that, you're right. You know what? Big big plot hole. How do they have fingers now? Like legit. Ooh, you're right. They all they only had nubs, didn't they? They did. Ooh, that's that's a tricky one. I hope I hope then like they for whatever reason like this all of a sudden just gets them. It's like shit. They did only have nubs for hands, and they just have to like wear these gloves where they're just basically like trying to pincer it like they're like they're wearing like crab hands <laughs> or like uh uh they're like Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid Four where he just has like a prosthetic robot arm. Oh god, and that's part of their dark backstory they had to get prosthetic arms because they had nubs <laughs> god what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> all right this is the the powerpuff girl power I hate hour my, <laughs> i hate my life i only had nubs when I was <laughs> <laughs> Why did you make me like this, Professor? Why did you do this? They have to get, like, drunk on a daily basis uh, to remember uh, the nub trauma. Nub <laughs> <laughs> <No> trauma? <laughs> nub trauma. Oh. When my child was born, I couldn't put her in my own arms because oh. I have nubs, Professor. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right this has been the powerpuff girl power hour we're a video we're a video game podcast <laughs> oh shit dude i'm i'm legitimately crying from that like imagine oh. like uh, bubbles or whatever drops her newborn child, oh. just gets down on her knees with her nubs and goes, "No!" <laughs> oh man! Oh. Can't even play games. What a sad life because of their nubs. They <laughs> <laughs> can't even play video games because they just have nubs. <laughs> Oh man. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, I hope that I hope that like that's like canon that they actually just helps. <laughs> uh. No way. Fuck. I I I don't expect this show to be as self-aware as they would imagine if they did though. Just just imagine. I would I would actually like the show when that came. Holy shit. I feel like if, they should if, just add Powerpuff Girls to like the boys or something like that, and then like them just turning evil. Yeah, <laughs> they gotta take down the Powerpuff Girls. Oh my god! You mean the rowdy rough boys? Rowdy An actual boys. canon thing that exists. Wait, That's you right. know about them, right? That's right. I forgot about them entirely. I I totally totally forgot about that. That's already an episode, but I mean like. 
Roddy Rough Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, like, like in like the Amazon series, The Boys. <laughs> yup, I do remember this now. God, that it becomes like a sister show to the Power Puff Girls reboot. It's like the Power Puff Boys or whatever. I don't know. I stopped asking questions a long time ago. I know. So have <laughs> I. Oh man. All right. <laughs> back back to video games, I guess. Uh so there's one other thing. Uh pick up the Rowdy Rough Boys on Google and it immediately reroutes me to rule thirty-four. This is why I love the internet. Oh no. Oh no. Uh all right. So, in other news that's not Powerpuff Girl related or Roddy Rough Boys related. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I re- I, while looking for stuff to talk about for this podcast, I, I stumbled <laughs> upon a article about talk, about a, a person basically talking about you know about them and about like the first playthrough for through Undertale and like how like awesome undertale was and like how different it was from most uh, like any other game and stuff like that where you instead befriend monsters and stuff like that rather than killing them or at least you're supposed to there's obviously genocide runs and stuff like that that people do just because the boss fights are incredibly tough incredibly hard aka sans mm-hmm. and undying those two are always like the hardest ones like i didn't i didn't realize how crazy that sans fight is until like i don't know i watched somebody do a genocide run i'm like that shit is legitimately mm-hmm. crazy you ever seen that before yeah yeah i've seen that it's it's nuts i'll I'll never be able to do it (laughs) never anyways uh so the point so the thing is is like he was talking about undertale and stuff like that and like how this is how games should be in 2021 and stuff like that and so i'm thinking like and he's basically saying how violence in video games shouldn't be like where we want to take things and stuff like that. And I want to I want to say this. He didn't like in the middle of the article or like probably right at the beginning. He said, like, I know violent video games don't make people violent and stuff like that. There's been tons of research done by it and stuff like that. Like, that's not what he's saying here. But basically saying that. um, uh, That. It's just like we should. That, you know, we expect more from games than just killing people, basically. Basically, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. A.K.A. anyone who plays the Call of Duty games. Now, don't get me wrong. Call of Duty is a shit franchise that needs to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I get you. But people play it and stuff like that. But those are the types of games that he's just like, those really shouldn't be a thing. But then he kind of went off the rails, if you ask me. He kind of went mm-hmm. off the rails going like... Well, I, I felt so bad killing the monsters in Fallout 3 or killing some random grunt in like uh, Tomb Raider. And I'm sitting there going, you, you lost me. You, you lost me. I'm sorry, man. You're, you're expecting me to become friends with a death claw when he's trying to rip off my goddamn head. You're fucking insane. <laughs> just just throwing it out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you see what I mean? It's just like. The, I, I get what like, you're saying. Yeah. He's just like we have a conscience for everything that fucking breathes, apparently. And I'm like in the game, and I'm just no, sitting going like, "There's a reason that they're enemies." That's not the type of game this is, and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, 
it's like it basically like oh everyone just like develop like everyone, like just just think about other people for once and rather than like saying like like just like what makes like why it is like being able to empathize like games are so good at telling stories and stuff like that that he completely just ignored the 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 tale that was spun from from Undertale and it's and stuff like that and how uh, I'm lo completely lost my train of thought there but it was like how that God how am I trying what am I trying to say here it's just like how you connect with the monsters and stuff like that how you, how it makes you like feel and stuff like that and you just completely overlooked that to the point where you just like just don't just don't do these things and I'm like I'm, I'm not just going to stop playing games that have combat in them. You're fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. It's just like, or just uh, like, think about the next time it's like, that man had a family. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. He's fucking code. I think the thing that he's also missing is like, even in those games, you still have a reason to kill these enemies. It's like, I, I always look back at Halo 2 where you have the Arbiter and obviously, like, you don't want to kill him, but you know he's an enemy. And you through him, you kind of realize that there is a bunch of, like, innocents that do fight for the Covenant. And, like, they probably do have lives and families. This is also something you see in something like Halo Legends. At the same time, you have, through people like Tartarus, you see, oh, these people have no sympathy for you. And they're going to kill you if they see you on site. And so you, you kind of need to kill them for the benefit for the benefit of basically everybody. Yeah. And you see, you see that in a lot of games too. Yeah. I, I yeah, no, like it, that's fair and stuff like that, but it's just like, I don't know. You shouldn't I, be forced to sympathize with every single enemy that you kill. That's, like you, that's ridiculous. When you realize there are like, even if you wanted to take it seriously and like, you realize that there are bad people out there, you know, mm -hmm. there are people that just, are just bad, shitty people and stuff like that. There are times where you just gotta let it go and play the fucking game, bro. Yeah, that too. It's just like, he, and it was just like, I talked about how like, watching so much death in video games made him a little depressed. I'm like, dude, you're either gone way too far with this, or you're just taking this way over the top than you need to. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then like, he talked, because then he, then he related to what's going on with, uh, kind of what's going on in the united states right now it's like we've heard about multiple like shootings and stuff like that going on oh for and, fuck's sake and how basically no hold on now uh just level with me here for a moment is that okay. he basically says that it's kind of like this cause this is this amount of death is causing desensitization of death basically and then it basically saying that you know you always hear like all these like well, thoughts and prayers go out to the families and stuff like that. And isn't enough to heal any, like all these people and stuff like that. And he's right. It's not mm -hmm. like, you know, what will is actual fucking change and stuff like that. And it's, it's basically just like, it, it shouldn't be just enough of that. But I'm going to add on to this, that when stuff like this happens, what I find is that a majority of people that say, Hey, thoughts and prayers are cool, but let's actually fucking do something are majority of the times people who play video games or the younger crowd and stuff like that. It's always these yeah. shitty ass politicians that don't do jack shit and stuff like that. So that's all I'm trying to say here. I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was that he just like completely missed the entire point of what the hell he was trying to say here. 
Um, I, I, it's just like games, whether it's video games, movies, arts, books, whatever the fuck, any form of media basically has this amazing ability to teach us new perspectives, new ideas and stuff like that relates to people that we wouldn't normally see and stuff like that. And like, that is how we should have took it. If, if you, if you ask me rather than just going like, Hey, let's actually do something. And I'm like, we are trying to do something and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many games can like completely change how you look at things and stuff like that. Undertale is a good example. Most final fantasy games are a good example. Gris, the list goes fucking on forever, dude. I, I we could be here all day just listing games that just like show you or impact you in ways that you never thought could. Absolutely. Gex, there you go. <laughs> Damn it. Knack two, but where's Knack three? No. Back from back, Knack for more. <laughs> but anyway. So anyway. <laughs> I don't know. That was just like what I thought about it. I'm like, you completely missed the whole point about what was ha- what what you really should be going for here, and showing that, yeah. and pushing forward to the th- idea that games are great storytellers, even better than books, in my opinion, even better than movies, because you're not only just watching the story, but you're also experiencing it with the with like the main character and stuff like that. And and impacting it to a sort. Oh yeah. If like, I if I can go off on a weird tangent i watched this really great youtube video recently where he talked about like his experience playing um i think it was either shadow of mordor or shadow of war where he was talking about this one orc that he uh got in a rivalry with and how he would constantly be taunted whenever he would be faced with him or taunted by him he said he would more invested in that rivalry than he was in the entire plot of the game and he uh, and it was Again, this great video about like how interacting with these NPCs and how like that can really craft your experience, and especially if they react to what you're doing, and if you get get like invested with them. There's this great idea pitched by Ken Levine a few a few years back, where he put together this idea of a fantasy based game where every single NPC on the map had a set personality and you could do you could like make friendships with them alliance with the with them uh romance romance them and basically every player's experience completely would be their uh, their own experience and it would affect every player in a completely different way because they're all interacting with these completely unique npcs uniquely now that's a massive project that'll probably never ever get made but it's amazing to think about this is the kind of things that this is the kind of thing that games can do especially when you put it up against like other forms of media it's it, it's an incredible form of interactivity that basically no other medium has even come close to replicating and it's uh, vid- it's on video games yeah no like that that's perfect example and stuff like that uh, you talking Sorry about like, uh, no, you, I thought you hit it perfect. Uh, but, uh, w- like your example, like, like you said, right off the bat was like shadow of war, shadow of Mordor, like, and it's why I've really liked the nemesis system. Like you were saying that like the, 
interactivity between the orcs because it's unscripted shit. Like, yes, that yeah. certain things can happen, but I can't tell you how crazy it was. And I, I, I remember this vividly, too, because I was so I was so mad when it happened. I was it was Shadow of War. I got to like a new area in that game and stuff like that. Orcs were way higher level, but I was like, I'm feeling good. I'm up to the challenge. We're going to go. We're going to go fight this like really, really powerful orc. I'm going to shame him so I can recruit him because he had like really good quirks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So went to go fight him. He was getting my ass handed to me and stuff like that. So I'm like, I need backup. I have a, I have a bodyguard in here. I'm going to call him up. I call him up. He betrays me. He betrays me in the middle of getting that. And so I'm sitting here going, Oh fuck. Now this has got even harder because now I'm not only am I fighting the really strong guy, but my bodyguard now turned on me and stuff like that. And then in the middle of that guy betraying me, a third guy showed up to kill me. And I'm sitting here going, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> like this is the, this is the kind of insanity that can happen with like, with a really good system and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, and these are the moments like I remember that more than the final fight versus Sauron in in like Shadow of War and stuff like that. Like it was cool, but like the fact is I remember that moment so vividly. I died. I died uh going off to that guy and then I had to redo <laughs> I had to restart like the whole thing and or whatever and it was crazy. It was a com- with a completely random NPC. Yep. That's nuts. Yep, completely. And it was just like it was it was so it was so weird, dude. I was just like, I don't know what this guy does, so let me get some intel about him. But there is a chance that when you get intel about the person, that another one shows up, or like they have like blood brothers. So when you hurt the one, the other one like senses it or something like that, and he comes rushing to ah. his aid, and that's what happened there. And I was just like, Are you serious? <laughs> I was just, I lost it. It was like that one was the most like one I remember the most, but there was another one specifically in that game that I remember even worse. Uh, I want to tell you right now, this involves seven orcs, <laughs> seven orc captains. I jumped Jeez. in. The, I, I got, I had a good ambush on like two of them and stuff like that. So I thought, oh, they're low enough level. I'll go for it and stuff like that. Went in there, killed one. He had a blood brother. His blood brother showed up. It was a lot stronger than I, than, uh, than I had thought and stuff like that. So I wanted to get some intel. Another one. Sh- uh, and then like, I got the intel one showed up because I all of a sudden knew about him. And he's just like, Oh, you wanted to know about me? Well then come get me brother. <laughs> and so, it was just like, okay, uh, we're, we're here now. And then proceeded. The fight took so long. The two more showed up. And then the third one killed actually did me a solid and killed the one I was killing because he apparently just had a big feud of, uh, with him and stuff like that. And then, but then he started fighting me and I'm sitting here going, what the shit is this game right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I just think the nemesis system is now patent. Yep. Thanks Warner brothers. Love Fucking you too. Blows. Thank you. <laughs> Love you too. Oh, but those are like the stories that like that I enjoyed hearing the most. I remember watching like a, a YouTube series where it was it wasn't like he had the guy had beaten the game and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's just leveling, doing stuff post game and stuff like that. And he was like he he edited this whole like story of like of like uh, of an orc that just refused to die. Like every time he killed it, he just come back to life and stuff like that. And just it, it was like his it, 
it was his nemesis and stuff like that. He was, and he just would not leave him alone. And like the whole story that he had formed around him and that orc and stuff like that, how the orc recruited other orc captains to come and kill him was in, it was great story. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't even need to write a game at that point. Like that's the, this, the game tells it itself. Yeah, very true. At, at the same time, I, I think it's, possible to do this uh, to form stories like that without the nemesis system oh yeah it definitely helps but no but, but uh, like that's like the system itself was set up to do that like that's yeah. why it works in a way and and, and i get then and i know that's why you're saying you know, it's like oh the nemesis system's the only one that does it no 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 that's not true at all yeah it just does it really really it's, fucking it's, yeah well. it just does it really well stuff like that and like you don't even like even if like a story is written like written really well and stuff like that, uh, it already like you already like feel a connection between the character like between the characters that you just don't see very often because like you're the one you're the one playing that character or whatever usually. Yeah. So so it makes it really interesting. I don't know that that was like the whole thing. I was just like, you completely missed the point and stuff like that. After that whole roundabout thing of me telling stories and stuff like that about really good game. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I I th- I read that and I was just like, all right, you could you kind of missed the point, but oh well, it happens. I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's basically all I got for scripted stuff to talk about i guess i can't believe i forgot about that persona, that persona 5 uh, uh, it, uh mobile game it just slipped my mind and then it just like popped into my head it's crazy i st- i still don't know what to make of that i don't know either that was a weird trailer i don't know either there there wasn't much shown there but it was just like but like the opening scene of like Shibuya, you you know what i mean by like that opening like like that opening scene with like shibuya it's like you just you couldn't mistake it after point after playing persona 5 yeah. Even the art style is kind of similar. <sighs> I don't know. We want to talk well, we want to talk about the uh next Bioshock game apparently being um an open world game. Say so what now? I haven't heard of this. You haven't? No. Oh. Go for it. Bioshock open world. I don't know how I feel about this. GameSpot article. E. So, appar- so apparently all we really know is that it's going to take place in a new environment. It's not going to be in um, Rapture or Columbia or whatever. It's going to be in a completely new city. I don't really know what they're talking about or what they're going to do. And uh, it's going to be, oh, it's not being made with the help of any of the original creators of any of the old games. And it's hmm. going to be an open world game. I do not have a good feeling about this game, even in the slight. I, I don't know. Like, I, I love Bioshock, but fuck me. That sounds really bad. Yeah, here, Persona 5 mobile game. We'll talk about it later, but I'll talk to you about it later because we kind of talked about it already. Um, yeah. But yeah, it might it, it might actually be happening. Anyway, going back to Bioshock here. Um, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not, well, I hear this and I'm sitting here going like, Sounds a little like okay. Also, 
I know I've talked about this before. I'm just kind of sick of tired of open world games. Yeah, I, I get that. Like, I saw this one. I, I was meaning to bring it up. I lost, I forgot where it was. I I kind of just skimmed this article, but it was like uh, an article talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla and stuff like that and how it feels like it's gone too far from what Assassin's Creed is and rather than and just turned into uh, a Skyrim type game and stuff like that. And he's like, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but when you think about it, it's Assassin's Creed. It, it kind of, and like they had this whole overarching story and they've gone so off the rails from when they were from like, what was the last like game that kind of followed like the, the story of like the animus and stuff like that. Was that, was that syndicate before they like started doing uh I feel like it was. Cause I think after syndicate, syndicate didn't get well received. Going back, uh, going back, I think they dropped that mainly like after Assassin's Creed Revelations. We're talking like the deep story with because was it? after that was Assassin's Creed Three, which really didn't put too much focus on the end. Three had a little bit in it, but not a ton. Four had a uh, four had even less. Unity was about essentially was essentially about a guy playing video games in his house. <laughs> okay, which is ridiculous. Uh. Syndicate, I never played, so Me I don't either. know. Me either. I have no idea. But I, Syndicate was the last game that was kind of like that was kind of just like it kind of followed the story and stuff like Origins that. Origins and Nada, they have nothing to do with the Animus at all, even yeah. slightly. So it's just like they kind of went off the rails about what it is and stuff like that, like what what uh, Assassin's Creed had become. And I was just like, it was kind of fascinating. It was basically saying instead of like the stealth gameplay, it more favors just like full on melee uh, type combat and stuff like that. Because basically stating that at, at some point they ran out of like, they kind of lost their train of thought when it came to the overall arching animus uh, uh, story and stuff like that. And they said, you know what, just screw it then. Just get out of here. Desmond, Desmond never happened and stuff like that. And they're like, that just seems like a really shitty way to, to end it and stuff like that for the people who were invested in the story. To be honest with you, I kind of thought it was interesting. People didn't think yeah. it was very interesting, but the, like the whole thing is like, you're searching through the past of the, of the assassins and stuff like that to learn where, what was it? They were searching for the apple of Eden. Was it? I think, I think so. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I can't really remember. And stuff like that. I actually thought it was kind of interesting. It was like, oh, you're playing through history because and, and stuff like that too, to figure out where the apple and like eventually there were gonna they were gonna find something, but people just didn't like it because they were just like, what's the point of this? I'm like, you know, it's funny that it, it, it's funny that and they, I think they and later on they he in the in that same I think it was like the very next paragraph down. I like I said I completely lost the article, but it was mm -hmm. um he. Uh, he talked about how basically Marvel movies were the same way for the longest time until they started really inter intertwining and stuff like that. That like, what was the point of this? What was the point of that type deal? And then it was just like, then they all just came together. And they ca they came yeah. together in Avengers and they were just like, this is awesome and stuff like that. And I'm like, that was kind of like the thought that, that, that people were having with like, that's kind of the thought that he was having with like the Assassin's Creed stuff like that. And I was just like, Oh, it would be kind of neat if that actually happened. I don't think it would have, but like if all these clues kind of came together to show them where the Apple of Eden was and like them actually protecting it and stuff like that. 
cool. The yeah. happens was with the end of Aha, there is something that happens in the connects the original. Okay. Okay. All right. The big problem I always have with a lot of these open world games is too often that uh, more often than not they feel like more of a chore than anything. I think that real that's really what kept at like. I always get invested in the Far Cry games, but with each of them, there always came a point where I would eventually need to replay it later because I just dropped it because, like, there's just so much fucking shit to do. Like, you'll open up the map to this game and they'll just be, like, dots everywhere. Like, there's a side mission here. There's a tower or whatever here. There's a new um, fucking treasure defense mission here. It's like you know there's a there's a bit too much there i actually want to i want to beat this game eventually you know it, it comes it comes Please. down to like are you a completionist gamer or are you not and i don't know yeah. uh, maybe as a younger kid i was more of a completionist mainly because i had the time and now as an adult i don't have the time so i don't really want to get invested in these big ass open world games yeah even the even then, though, like, I remember when I first played Far Cry 5, I after the first area, I just kind of dropped it for, like, two years. And going back, I saw I had, like, over 100 hours or something fucking ridiculous put in the game, put, a, put in the game already. And I, I just beat one of four areas is what really got me. I haven't even gotten through half the map at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm like, it. it's like, are you a completionist? If you are, you're going to have a heyday with this, and it's basically going to be the thing you play for forever and stuff like that. Um, yeah. That was what I thought. That was what I heard about when it was like, uh, with, with like Breath of the Wild, like, oh, it's open world and stuff like that. And obviously, you don't need to do everything. You can go straight to Ganon's Palace or the Hyrule, Hyrule Temple or whatever. I don't know why I call it Ganon's Palace, but, um, but you, but it was just like, then there was like, oh, there's 900 Korok seeds you could find. And I'm sitting here going, excuse me, 900? That's insane. <laughs> I rule castle, you doofus. Yeah, I don't know why I said Ganon's Palace. That's just weird. <laughs> I did one completionist run of um, Breath of the Wild never ever again. But with the Assassin's Creed games in particular, like I think it was Odyssey where I really just decided this is too much. I can't do this anymore. And you see, with a lot of these games, I do like to do try at least try to do all the side missions. It's because like when you get when you get to like these bigger challenges, you just feel like a badass. Like once I got to that point in Far Cry, like I had a lot of the really good, powerful guns. And I was basically unkillable at that point. You could say, sit there and say, like, that sounds really boring. In that same vein, though, like, I did the exact same thing with um, Control. I think I mentioned this to Ghost, too. Once you get your character fully leveled up in that game, you feel like a fucking superhero, and it feels amazing. I got, like, 200 of them and said, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> also, your Xbox shooting itself sucks. That That sucks. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, I couldn't I just I just don't think I'd ever like it was the thing I, I it was the thing I said when I opened up Witcher 3. I know it's a great game. The story I think is great, but like 
holy shit i i was just like i opened up this big map saw question mark after question mark after i'm just like i don't care enough just get me over just just get me from point a to point b let me fight a few monsters go on with the story go from there to, to the next thing and stuff like that that's all i wanted and then it was just like nah you're gonna have to like farm up a bunch of shit go to go to all these question marks figure out what the fuck they are get some gear there are some games where I really just don't have the patience for it. I'll yeah. deal with the grind if it's a good game that I like playing and the missions are interesting. I think that's what Witcher 3 really had going for it. But with Assassin's Creed, where it's like, okay, get into this place and assassinate this one guy, and it's like, I'm sorry, but I don't feel, find that interesting. Maybe there's somebody that does. They really, really like doing that one thing, and yeah, it's, can't. I I just can't. We're just we're just not the, the people that it's looking for. I guess I don't know. Yeah, that's what it is. I know. At one I point, mean, I was into open world games. I was like, I played I played all of uh, Fallout New Vegas. Great game. Yeah. Still an amazing game to this day. Exactly. That's an open world game. I I could play the shit out of that, but it's just like just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it for, for Witcher or I assume it would be the same thing if I ever bought Cyberpunk. I'd just be like sitting here going, I don't care enough. I just I just I just don't I just don't care. Uh I like the Yakuza games because most of the games are in place the same one map and you really will get to know the city. Yeah, Exactly. When you're just running around like a single place that's not like overly big doing a bunch of other stuff, whether whether it's like side stuff or whatever, it just feels like sometimes when an open world map is so ginormously big that it feels that the challenge just feels daunting. I don't know that that's that's what it is to me. It's like sometimes I just look at this map. I'm like, this is fucking massive and stuff like that. I don't want to do this. This is this is insane. Only crazy people do this. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. That that's that's how I was. Um, yeah, that's how I was about it. Uh, third game. <laughs> Boy. Uh, anyway. Uh, and then go- quick, quick going back to Assassin's Creed for a moment. It was just like the idea of the gameplay going from like mainly stealth to like people just like, completely ignoring the stealth part of the game now it seems like yeah it, it, it's just like are we really assassins anymore or are we just mercenaries at this point I, here's the thing I thought it was gonna be like a very temporary sidetrack for the series when um, Black Flag first came out it's like okay so we wanted to make a pirate game but we weren't sure if it was gonna sell well so we fucking slapped Assassin's Creed on there it's like okay why not and then Unity was mostly a stealth game again. And then Syndicate, from what I heard, was pretty much a stealth game. Then uh, Origins came out, and that game really wasn't well, a, little, a stealth game. A little different. And and then or and then Odyssey came out, and yeah, you're Sparta, was, bitch. Yeah, basically, <laughs> you could do stealth but by no means were you really encouraged to i don't know i remember that that was just yeah yeah that was what i was just like that was the main thing i took away from that i'm like you're right it really isn't a stealth game anymore it's more of just like an action game at this point and you're basically just a mercenary with like 
a hidden blade that you use sometimes. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting yeah. read. I was just like, oh, I didn't realize just how like far Assassin's Creed has really like changed. And some people were like, oh yeah, it's a great change. I'm like, it's, is it though? It's it's. I mean, if you like those types of games, I'm sure you're saying, yeah, it's a good change because you're more invested in like that. But in the end, it, the story tends to be a little more, a little less lackluster. And then, but then you ask yourself, is it really Assassin's? Like, if you compared Assassin's Creed one to like Valhalla, you wouldn't even mm-hmm. think these are the same game series if Assassin's Creed wasn't like, if it was just like, if, if the name Assassin's Creed just wasn't attached to it, I guarantee you people would be like, this is the same, like this is the same type of like, it's made by the same people and this is the same franchise. Mm-hmm. Man, you would not guess that. <laughs> like you'd think this no. was like some spinoff game or something like that. No, it's not. It's a main game. And let's let's face it, we all knew Ubisoft was going to probably just go into the ground with uh, Assassin's Creed at some point. They were just going to run out of time eras and stuff like that. Um, I think what really killed the main that the whole idea of the stealth was when they went to yearly releases. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, not I mean now they uh, they're giving themselves a lot of leeway apparently. Like they're yeah. not doing yearly releases anymore. Yeah, I just, I'm, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm just like, I haven't played many of the recent Assassin's Creed games. I don't know if I'll ever get around to them, but I'm kind of interested in Valhalla. I don't, I've got other things to play. Kingdom Hearts just came out, man. I'm gonna play Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I got to do that at some point, and then I'm like. Yeah, I really want to, and then it's like I probably won't even. If I do, I probably will just play it on my own time at this point. There's so like... many better. Ga- uh, there are so many better games to play. Like I've okay. seen games on your list. You have shit like Silent Hill Two and Psychonauts on there, dude. Play those games first, please. <laughs> oh man, yeah, have you ever played the play very those. first? Uh, have you ever played the very first uh, Stalker: Shatter of Chernobyl? I have no idea what that is. Put that on there. You got another game that you can play before you play Assassin's Creed. Oh boy! But I have to replay through a Royal once <laughs> first. I gotta go beat. Le- I gotta go beat Lavenza. Dude, replaying Royal is what you do <laughs> next to playing all the games you're currently playing. Persona is Eternal. You never start That's playing true. Eternal. That's true. I mean, I Persona. Fuck. But what about Assassin's Creed? Very fair. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's never... Creed is the best Assassin's game. Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> Assassin's Creed is the best Assassin's Creed game. Indeed. Look, all I'm saying is we need to take Assassin's Creed to Ubisoft and say like, what an amazing game this would be if it like you could be the you could be the director of the game and everything like that and just you just like this is the game. Not, not even that. We walk, we walk into their headquarters. Go, uh, go to like the president's table or whatever, and slam a picture of Creep down on the counter, being like, "Look at him!" And he just, he just gives us a bunch of money. He just goes, "Yes, here's like ten billion dollars. Go make the game." <laughs> oh man, that'd be funny. 
Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, we've been, holy shit, it's been hour 15 almost. Yeah. But fucking what? That flew by. <laughs> like, that was even, that was even more than last week where we were just like, we've already been here for like a, like a half hour and I'm just sitting here going, oh, okay. No, it's, no. It, it's been like an, over an last hour week, at this point. Last week we hit a, an hour and 45 minutes. Did. I was just like, we should not hit two hours. <laughs> Uh, uh, y'all think that 2021 is going to be the year of the Ouya? I don't know what the heck that is. No, no year is going to be the year of the Ouya. Ouya? Ouya is dead initial stay dead. You don't know what the Ouya is? No. Was that really, uh, crappy Kickstarter that was supposed to be like an indie game machine? Each game is going to have its own demo. And... It unsurprisingly was really shitty. Here, I'll, uh, I'll send you a picture. I feel like you'll recognize it if you see it. Maybe. I, I just... I'm, I'm lost. Oh, oh. What the hell is that? You don't remember this? No, I've never seen this. Dude, this Kickstarter almost got $9 million. Are Don't you are you serious? Oh, it's just oh my god. <laughs> There's I can't no. Hmm. Wow. That's what is this, so is this like a console? What is this? It's basically an Android device that they're calling a console. And it's like oh, it's going to be the big indie games thing. Thing is, no one wanted to buy a fucking Ouya. It was underpowered and... You know what you could do instead? Basically, what? You could buy a PC and play all the indie games because they usually come out for PC. That's why no one wanted to buy the Ouya. It was all cloud service? Gross. I mean, hey, you can play Crossy Road on this thing. People love this idea so much that they spent $9 million on it. Well, then again, Star Citizens has has continues continues to like rain in, I don't know, millions of dollars from GoFundMe's and Kickstarters and stuff like that, despite being in early access or even beta for over 10 years now. I mean, that game looks actually good, though. Let's be fair to Star Citizen. I feel like that if but or when that game for what does they, release, it's going to be amazing. For, for what they continue to promise, they don't deliver and stuff like that. And the fact is that people are ever wondering if it's going to come out of early access at any point in any whatsoever. Probably not. So it's just I think like... it's funny. It's like a fun meme. Yeah. yeah. I, I, just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Star Citizen launches new. Year. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't understand why people continue to give that game money. It's just like at some point you have to just say, okay, let's just ship it, stuff like that. And then like they, the fact is, they make like so much more money from the GoFundMe's and the and the Kickstarter and stuff like that than they would if they just released the game, put it on sale for like a small, like a little higher price, and then. And then just sell DLC or something like that. Yeah. But the fact that's what that's what everyone just goes like, what the fuck? Oh well, it's the game that will never actually release. Basically, it's a good meme. 
fun meme. What What are you thinking? Like twenty more years? Maybe they maybe they call it quits for Star Citizens, the game that like we're gonna work on the sequel for the game that's not even released. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? At this point, does it even matter anymore? No, no it does not. Anyways, I think we should call it there and call it for like an earlier, <laughs> like a half hour earlier than we usually do. Oh, what? <laughs> the past two weeks. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we can keep going. I mean, I know we could. Does it mean we should? Hell no. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, thank you all so much for watching, listening. Uh you know, do all the things, leave ra- comments, rates, all that good stuff. If you aren't watching live and stuff like that, you should join us live. We're live every, try to be live every Wednesday. Sometimes it's Tuesday. It happens. Life happens. Um, and you can join in on the chat, kind of like uh, Slap the Bacon, Pokey Guy today. It's, it's a good time talking about all the stuff. Uh, I'm just rambling at this point. What does it really matter? Mm-hmm. Check out uh, Tom Cruise Can't Lose at his Twitch channel. Playing some more Krebus. I don't know what Krebus. What the hell is that? Playing Life is Strange, boy. Yeah, Life is Strange. You get some Krebs. Get get some Krebs on Mondays. Usually Mondays is when you guys go with that, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to do it all for us. Bye-bye. Bye.